You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 384 of Podcateers. This week we talk about a possible WandaVision spinoff featuring Agatha Harkness. We tell you how you might be able to watch Free Guy on Disney+. Plus. Plaza Point, the year-round holiday and ornament store, is now open at Disneyland. The trams are returning in 2022. Prices rise on parking and day tickets for Disneyland. A new ticketeer is added. And the Dream Key is officially sold out. Remember that you can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd like to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite to join in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 384. Teamboat Willie is raising money to help support the fight against women's cancers because any decent human being will agree that cancer sucks. As of this episode, we have raised over $700 of our $1,000 goal, and we are less than two weeks away from Walk for Hope. To help us raise money, we released a limited edition gold pin with the Team Boat Willie logo. Only 100 of these special edition pins will be available for purchase, and once they sell out, we will not be making any more of this gold variant. How does the pin tie in? I'm so glad you asked because we are donating $5 from every pin sold to City of Hope. Whether you, a friend, or a loved one has suffered from this horrible disease, you know the toll that it takes on them, their families, their friends, and this is our way of trying to help put a stop to this horrible, horrible disease. You can help make a difference in one of several ways. One, you can purchase a limited edition pin by going to teamboatwilly.com and we will donate $5 from each pin purchased. Two, you can make a donation. If pins aren't your thing, you can just make a donation by clicking on the donate to our team button on teamboatwilly.com or the blog post for this episode. Or three, share our link. If you can't make a donation or buy a pin, the best thing you can do to help us out is to help spread the word by reposting our donation page or by telling someone you know that might be interested in donating about what we're doing. Your generosity has helped us raise over $700 so far, and all of that is going to help save someone's life. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us and we'll be happy to assist you as best as we can. But for the most part, many of your questions can be answered by going to teamboatwilly.com. That link is super easy to remember because it's just like Steamboat Willie, but without the S. And of course, I can't get this thing started without taking a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content on Patreon, access to our monthly happy hour calls, and more. For more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to all of the members of the FGP Squad for their continued support. Okay, it's time to get the ball rolling on this. To all of you that are new to the podcast, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you enjoy your time with us and that you come back for more. And for all of you that have been hanging with us for some time, we're thankful that you're here and that you're part of our little Podcateers community. So let's get it started. 
Here is episode 384 of Podcateers. I wish I had a radio voice. Are you ready? I mean, I know I have a radio face. Man, I was just going to make that a radio voice. (laughs) Beat you to it. (laughs) Self-deprecation. It's like that movie guy, the the movie guy voice, right? Yeah, whatever that. Don't you just tell me the movie you want to watch? No, not the movie. That's the movie phone. (laughs) Yeah, the Kramer the movie phone. Ah, uh, it's one of my favorite bits on Seinfeld. I don't know if there's any Seinfeld fans yeah. out there, but I used to love that show. I, I don't want to be a pirate. Oh, the puffy shirt episode. <laughs> it's a great episode. Love it. Man, uh, it was raining today. Hey. Yeah. Did y'all get rain? Yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently we were also supposed to get this like bomb hurricane tornado blast with like chocolate chunks or something. The I don't know, storm Andrew. or <laughs> Andrew no. might have more to speak on that. <laughs> is that a Ben and Jerry's flavor or <laughs> no? No, bomb I just figured everything's hurricane. better with chocolate. With chocolate? No, I had like no rain today. It was cloudy. What? Yeah, it all it was torrential sad. downpour for the past two days, three days or whatever, and uh, it's been no rain this starting what? this morning. Yeah, no rain. It was That's sunny. Crazy. And yeah, I brought all my coats and everything to work. I was like, okay, it's going to rain later, and it never did. Wait a second. Are you telling me that TikTok lied to me? Because on TikTok, I'll have you know, sir, that there were semi-trucks being blown over by the wind on bridges on their way to deliver toilet paper to places unknown. Yeah, well, I mean, that could, that's just not near me. I don't know. (laughs) It was near you where the rain is, or it was in, you know, Russia. I don't know. It's TikTok. (laughs) It's a video. You can get it from anywhere. Don't you dare try to come back at me with logic. Dash cam video, Russia dash cam video. That's like the big thing, right? That's their big export is like vodka and dash cam videos, I think, is what Russia exports. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, I have been watching videos. I I guess there have been some places uh, in California, Northern California, that have been hit pretty hard. I don't know what is what is it called? Like I joked about it, but what did they call it? Like a bomb hurricane or like a bomb cyclone or something like that? Like it had a specific name that they were using for fear mongering on the news, but I forgot what it was. A wiggity wiggity whack, super tight cyclone. <laughs> that one's it. Yeah, no, no, that, that sounds, sounds right. about right. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> right. That's the technical term. <laughs> uh, so yeah, apparently some people had really bad rain. Uh, I generally love the rain, but recently we just don't get along, and uh, I'm hoping that will be alleviated soon. And in the meantime. Uh, I'm just going to uh, enjoy being inside, working on other stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, eating. That's a good one. Uh, Drinking. Chocolate milk seems to be a very popular choice. It's Oh, you know what I'm, uh, like, totally off the rail here. But you know what I'm currently addicted to, which tastes like it's horrible. But I'm super addicted to them right now. Uh, These Pellegrino... 
coffee flavored sparkling waters. Mm. Why? Um, because that. when I went to the store, okay, so y'all know I love me some coffee stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm always experimenting. I'm always trying to find new flavors of coffee. I found this coffee called Lucky Something in an orange can and promptly tried to open one. And the freaking tab broke off. Like, I posted <laughs> it on Instagram. I was, like, super sad about it because the tab broke when I was opening. I had to stab the top of it with a knife in order to get my drink on. Um, but, yeah, I went to the store, and they had all sorts of different ones on sale. And this Pellegrino one, you know, I normally do not drink Pellegrino. It's not a sparkling water that I tend to like. But this one said exotic vanilla and coffee flavors. And I thought, well, that's either going to go really well or really horrible. Spoiler alert, it was really horrible. But (laughs) I found a way to save it. I found a way to save it. Okay. So uh, I, I normally don't like to drink my coffee with creamers but we do have creamer because uh if i drink a lot of coffee during the day uh after like the eighth cup i'll normally start to add creamer to kind of help water it down yeah i could add water but then it'll diminish the flavor and by then i normally want something sweet you know sweet tooth and stuff plus my wife really likes coffee creamer in her coffee so we always have some and we always have either sweet cream, like Italian sweet cream, Ooh. the caramel one, like the macchiato Starbucks one, or the coconut cream one, which is possibly my favorite one of all of them. So these little cans by themselves taste like hot, I almost cursed, freaking garbage. But if you <laughs> add coffee creamer to them, whether it's coconut or the sweet cream or the caramel, they taste like a coffee cream soda, and it's so delightful. It's amazing, but I'm only sh- with the I'm creamer. trying to like this. <laughs> Add sugar. Yeah. Wow. yeah. The soda companies got that a while back, but yep. I wait a second. Wait a second. So <laughs> this is not an original idea. I mean, with sparkling water, probably, and things that taste like blank, probably. Decaf. Yeah, Man, I was going to market this. I thought I had something. Podcateers <laughs> coffee cream soda. Get in contact with those people in Russia with TikToks. And <laughs> I think it'd be good. Uh, anyway, that was one of the worst purchases I've ever made. But I'll tell you what two great purchases I recently made have been. Uh, I talked in the last episode about my epic... Uh, adventures trying to purchase playing cards which i did not get there were some on ebay which ended up going for over 200 dollars. so if you followed that i didn't get them uh but i did get the haunted mansion sensi warmer and it showed up today so got my sensi warmer and i also did a curbside pickup for my um storytellers ornament from hallmark if you're if you're on the discord server you may have seen that jill posted the uh link to the hallmark ornament Uh, i saw it a couple days ago and i thought to myself i need to purchase this and uh i was very forgetful the last few days because not only did i forget to post that on the discord server I also forgot to post the happy hour call uh, to Discord. I posted it on Patreon, but I normally also post that in the exclusive channel on Discord. And, uh, you know, 
Uh, yeah. I messed things, up. Things messed happen. Up. Life yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I wanted to open the Scentsy Warmer and the ornament. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe we could just do it in an after show. And I, c- I could do like a quick unboxing video. Right? Yeah. I think Sweet. it'll be fun. That way I could play with the box like a little kid or a kitten. I don't know. Whatever you prefer. But I think we'll do an unboxing on the after show. So that'll be coming very soon. Uh, FGP call. Man, I'm sorry. I, I Like I said, I posted it on Patreon. I know that not everybody gets their alerts through, through Patreon. So I tend to post it like Patreon, Instagram, Discord, and it made it on Instagram. I had the timer and everything, but I just completely forgot to put it on Discord. Or somehow my tired brain thought, yeah, you did it, dude. You're good. Way to go, buddy. And it just didn't happen. So uh, for the people that were able to join us on the happy hour call, thank you so much. It was interesting, to say the least. (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) So I I may have mentioned it on the episode that I had the Haunted Mansion board game, the Funko, um, the Call of the Spirits board game. And I've wanted to play for a really long time. But look, in all honesty... The people that know me outside of the podcast know I'm not a big board game person, okay? So for a board game to really attract me to playing, it has to be something that I really like or something that I know I'm really going to enjoy. It's Haunted Mansion, of course. I wanted to play this one. Uh Bought the board game, ready to go. I wanted to save it for something special. And I've actually had this for some time because the idea was always that we would all get together I got I wanted to get like a round table. We set a camera above us and then, you know, we film us playing, you know, for the YouTube channel. I thought it would be fun, you know, to post it. Well, the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, life was like, yeah, not right now, dude. Not right now. Maybe later. So I thought, okay, look, we'll play the game on the on the happy hour call. We've done this before with other games. We set up an overhead camera. You know, we play a game. Life is great. Well, this one was much more challenging because the game board itself was almost as big as my entire desk. And so getting a camera up high enough (laughs) to just grab the entire board image was really difficult. Ultimately, I got it. We were set up to play. And as I was trying to set everything up on my desk, I was trying to watch a video with some instructions that we found online, how to play. And every time I would watch the video, I just kept thinking to myself, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe I'm not concentrating, right? Maybe I'm too busy thinking about what to do for this setup in order for this to work. So I knew what I had to do. I put a call out to the team and I was like, guys. Here's the video. If you can watch it, please watch it because I have no idea what it says. So Mel and Andrew were like, we're available. And so they said, all right, we're going to watch it. Mel and Andrew, take it away. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I am, I've watched it four times, three times by myself, once with FGP, and still had notes and still didn't understand <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's very, it's heavy duty. It's to, yeah, back to the future. It's heavy duty, man. Um, (laughs) It's, it's a lot to even do, like imagine playing in person and then adding the element of 
only one person can control all of the cards and all of the everything else and keep track of it. It was just going to be a nightmare. I like it. <laughs> it right. I mean, it's, like it looks like fun, four, but it's just yeah. details. Just a lot four of Four different details. cards, plus you spin a thing and the other thing, and you move, and you got a desk, and I, it looks really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks fun to play, but yeah, that, that was going to be rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so once they watch the video, I start getting text messages from both of them saying like, yeah, this this is a little more complicated than you may have thought. And then Andrew starts saying, I don't know how you're going to keep track of all these cards. And, you know, each player has their own. And I didn't get it because I wasn't really paying attention. So I thought, you know what, let's just watch the video when we jump on the call. You know, when mm. everybody's on the call, everybody like as a group will figure out how to play this. Right. Genius. So we get on the call. I explain to everybody what's happening. They're like, yeah, let's watch it. We're all game for this. And I figure, okay, well, if the three of us can figure out, clearly someone else will be like, oh, yeah, I totally get this, right? Let's figure this out. We all watched the video. And it was between this and playing the new Jackbox Party Pack because I just got Party Pack 8. And usually on the calls, we end up enjoying a few hours of playing Jackbox games. So I told them, look, we're going to try this board game because we talked about it on the last call. I think it'll be super fun. If we can't, we'll fall back on Jackbox. Cool. Everybody's game, right? So we watch the video. I see all the smiles on everybody's face. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to happen. This is so cool. (laughs) If you're watching the video on the after show because you can't see it right now, you see the hitchhiking ghost on the microphone. Because right here, like they're saying, this way, this way, this is how you play. But we're not going to tell you how. So, yeah, everybody watches the video, and at the end, we all kind of blankly look at each other, and the consensus was, yeah, let's play Jackbox. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, after all of that, we did not play the board game, and we enjoyed a night of Jackbox games. It was super fun. Uh, What was the game that we posted? the, The one that we played at the end, the one with the wheel? The Wheel of Enormous... Proportions? Proportions? Is that what it was? Big old wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that game, we played a couple. That one was possibly the funnest one we played that night. Definitely mm-hmm. one we're going to revisit. Uh, it just feels game showy, and it just felt like it was super fun, especially coming off the tail end of not being able to play the board game. Right, so, and it was educational at some points, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. There was several things that I learned. I'm surprised I did as well as I did, though, because yeah. I'm, I am I feel like I have a lot. I've talked about this before. I, I feel like I know a lot of stuff. But when it comes to like playing trivia and games, especially when there's a timer attached, yo, I suck. I forget <laughs> everything and I blank out and then the buzzer hits and then I finally answer. Like, it's my, <laughs> like my mind clears up after the buzzer. So uh, if I, I don't know if it's like stress related or anything, but I, f- I feel like the times that I do better is when I'm less stressed out. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, super fun. Waiting for the next one. Everyone that joined us, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate you hanging with us on Saturday night. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, next one is definitely definitely going to be Jackbox or some other trivia or something. Maybe we'll, we need to come up with like a Disney bingo to play. Maybe that's Ooh. what we should do. 
One of these but, days we'll have a Quizneyland one. We'll do we'll do a oh, trivia. Dude. We'll do trivia. One of one of these ones I'll build a big trivia show. We'll do trivia. Oh my god, I love it. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> and I'm gonna absolutely fail and I still love it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the fun of it. As I for say on Quizneyland, exactly. you know what? You might have not got it right, but at least you learned something. That's there it. you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So, speaking of Quizneyland, uh, FGP Squad, you're going to get a preview of Quizneyland coming up this week. Make sure to check out Patreon. I'll post a link to make sure that you get an opportunity to listen to the first episode. Otherwise, it will go live in the Podcateer stream on November 4th. And every two weeks, you're going to get a new episode of Quizneyland. We're looking forward to this. I'm super excited about launching this podcast. Andrew's been working hard on it for months now. And I'm, I love it. I, I love the aspect of learning. I love uh, just everything that Andrew has put together. I know, and I know you guys are going to love it, too. I've only so, re-recorded each episode like three times. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it's happened to me. We've definitely recorded stuff before. There was a lot of practice episodes before we yeah. even launched this podcast. So much so that everyone involved was pretty angry at me because they're like, why don't we just get it started? We'll just learn on the way. I was like, no. Has to be perfect to start. No. And it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. We had so many issues. Like our the first episode sounded like hot garbage because we were all sharing one mic. And then um, the the room we were in was, like, super echoey. And by the second episode, I was like, nope, buying mics for each one of us. Nope, can't do this again. Nope, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> and then it was history. So, anyway, right. FGP 400 Squad. And whatever, no, 384 later, still going. Still mm-hmm. going. Yeah, you're, still. you're still here. Uh, so, FGP Squad. Quizneyland is coming. Next call will be coming soon, so info will be posted on Patreon, and I will post it on Discord this time. I'm sorry. Hope you can forgive me for that one. Uh, also, update on Team Boat Willie. We're so close to our $1,000 goal. Yay. Woo-hoo. Yeah. I'm so happy because uh, a lot of the pins have been sold. We've had some amazing donations. Uh, as of the recording of this episode, some of you may have already seen the post on Instagram. We've raised $710 out of our $1,000 goal. Walk for Hope is coming up. It is approximately two weeks away from this episode or less than two weeks away from this episode. Uh, remember that uh, you can purchase a Team Boat Willie pin. You can go to TeamBoatWillie.com. $5 from every pin purchase will be donated to Walk for Hope in support of finding a cure for women's cancers because I think we've all established that cancer sucks and we want to do our part to get rid of it. We're not scientists. We're not doctors, but we can help raise money to help the scientists and the doctors do their thing to get rid of it. And that's what we're trying to do here. Trying to change the world one pin at a time, as Melissa said. Uh, Also, if you just want to make a donation because pins just aren't your thing, you can just head over to TeamBoatWilly.com. You can scroll down a bit. You'll see the Walk for Hope 25 banner because it is the 25th anniversary of Walk for Hope. You can click there. It'll take you to the TeamBoatWilly page, and you can just make a donation. If you just want to donate a dollar, that's awesome. You know, we've laid out $1 challenges before, and at times they've been great because think about it. If 1,000 people donated $1, that's a $1,000 donation that they didn't have before for something. 
you yeah. know, and you may not have given that $1,000, but you played a huge role in that $1,000 becoming a donation. A dollar goes a really long way. I know it sounds cliche, but every dollar does help. Mm-hmm. And if that's all you can donate, awesome. And if you can't donate, the best way for you to help us out is to post our link on your social media, share it with your friends, tell people that you know that we're raising money. We're so close to that $1,000. It'll be super awesome if we can at least hit that goal by Walk for Hope. So teamvotewilly.com is where you want to go. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to let us know. We'll be happy to answer, and we'll be happy to help you out with any questions that you may have. Are they still doing the It's the price? That matching money is still going till the end of oh, the month, right? Great yeah. point. I totally forgot to mention that. So uh, one of the sponsors of Walk for Hope, it's Brighton Collectibles. They have very generously offered to match every donation dollar for dollar up to like $15,000 or $20,000. I forgot what the exact amount is. But essentially, think about it this way. For every $5 that we're donating, it's like a $10 donation because they're matching every dollar for a dollar. That makes it an even better incentive because it's like your donation is counting for two donations Mm -hmm. at that point. So again, teamboatwilly.com. Uh, You can donate, you can buy a pin and we'll donate, or hey, you can even join the team and fundraise yourself. And as a part of Team Boat Willie, you can um, help us hit that $1,000 mark. So uh, just a quick, uh, quick thank you to all the people that made the first Team Boat Willie pin donation possible. All of you, uh, Melissa, Andrew, Larry, Jill, Mario, Gavin, Bill, Anita, Adriana, Drew, Albert, Lori, Ashley, Jesse, Jeannie, Carlos, Heather, Diana, Artie, Emily, Christine, Anthony, Nicole, Brian, Mike, Jessica, Juan, Rich, and Carol. Yeah. Because of you, we were able to make a $150 donation to our team page this last weekend. So thank you very much. Uh, Again, if you're interested, please reach out or head over to teamboatwilly.com for more information. Uh, I feel winded. I feel like I said a lot. <laughs> I need water. I feel like I want to relax and just watch a movie at this point. Wow. That's okay. <laughs> we can talk. You can re- relax. We can, uh, yeah, we'll just chat. We'll mumble. I like to mumble well, a lot. Talking about movies, have you guys seen Free Guy yet? Isn't it just in theaters right now? It is, but you could also find it on Disney+. Plus. Oh, they added it to Disney Plus already? Uh-huh. When did they do I that? No I mean, I haven't been on Disney Plus, and I don't know how. That's all. I, I watched it <laughs> but at lunch. I well, lied. we actually got to see it last weekend, and it was available. And, of course, it's on, you know, other platforms as well. But it was awesome to see it on Disney Plus. So I asked everyone if everyone has seen it. Because there's so many Easter eggs and stuff in there that Everyone has to see it. Really? Um, I want to say every fandom you could think of is represented in the film. Ah. And there is a really good story to the film. So it, 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 it's, it's good. It, I thought it was going to be something else. And it's the meme where it's like, you had me in the first half. I didn't see the other half coming up or whatever. <laughs> so it's that kind of a thing. And... 
Yeah, it's oh, and the music's pretty fun too. Okay. So yeah, definitely check it out. Oh man, that's cool. I thought it was gonna be closer to Disney Plus Day. Remember how we talked about that they were gonna release a whole bunch of stuff and that Disney Plus Day November twelfth was the day that they were also gonna do Shang Chi. Right, right. I thought that Free Guy was going to be released the same day, like because they had like the massive release thing. I didn't remember seeing it on the release schedule. And when they announced this film, I thought, oh, that's an interesting concept. I feel like it's this weird mixture of Ralph Breaks the Internet and Ready Player One in some aspects. I, I, I just think that there's more comedy in this one than in Ready Player One. So yeah. I'm hoping... Uh, well, it sounds from what you're saying that it's not going to disappoint me, that it does feel like that. So I'm looking forward to finally getting a chance to see it. You cool. must have got I you must have gotten like a secret something, Melissa, because I was going I just logged into Disney Plus to add it to my thing so I would remember. Mm-hmm. And it's not here. Mm-hmm. I just went in and like searched free guy and it's not here. I think you have special access to Disney Plus. Are you guys using a VPN maybe? Maybe we did use a VPN and I kind of forgot, but it is available on Disney Plus in Canada, I believe. So nice. That's there smart. You go. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly didn't even know if it was going to come out on Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. if it works on the VPN, you know what? We should find a VPN sponsor because then we could try it out. We <laughs> could sign up and then if it works, we could be like, hey, try out this VPN. But there only you if go. it works, because there's some out there that kind of suck. Yeah, And it's a win-win for everybody. Right? For sure. <laughs> All right. I'm on it. I'm going to find us a decent VPN. And then uh, if it works, we'll try to watch Free Guy in Canada on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and Canada's <laughs> got it made. Right? Well, I, it, makes, it makes sense, because that's where Ryan Reynolds is from. Oh, I forgot yep. the tie-in to being Canadian. Yeah. Yep. So yep, yep. it time. makes sense. So, okay, look, we're on this. We'll circle back on that one. <laughs> All right. That's a good tip. All right. Well, if you already have a VPN, now you know how to do it. Uh, if you don't have a VPN, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but something that is coming to Disney Plus, uh, we uh, was announced a couple weeks ago, I think, was the Agatha series. The Ag- Agatha from WandaVision. She's getting her own series. Oh, that's right. Wait, what? Ooh. Yes. Speak yeah. more. Speak the, more. Yeah, the witch lady, you know, with the purple <laughs> stuff and... She was whatever that happened in that movie or that show. That was a show, not a movie. <laughs> all, all I know is that it was Agatha all along, and now all but, along yeah. she was aiming bah, to get bah, her own bah, sitcom. Exactly. Episode I, I seven. I don't know if it's a sitcom. <laughs> if it's gonna be a thriller, if it's gonna be a rom rom com, who knows what it's gonna be? But oh yeah, my God, if it was Agatha in a rom com, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> What I mean, what do you think they would? I mean, okay. So first of all, Agatha Harkness, I think, is such a character on her own that having her own Disney show would be insanely popular, right? I think that Catherine Hahn does an amazing job with that character, and it would be fun to watch. But what I, I want to toss it to the other Marvel fan, you know, in the group, Larry, if they <laughs> continued Agatha's story. What do you think the episodes would be about? I mean, obviously, this is speculation on our part. But if Marvel came to you and they said, Larry, what episodes do you want to see us make for Agatha Harkness? Well, uh, first, I'd say uh, let's never play that song again 
uh, with Agatha. You know, my first you, request. That's the gonna Agatha be the all theme. along. That's gonna be the theme song to this series. You know oh, it is. Gosh. Like well, it's then, constant mute when I start the show. <laughs> 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 Just in all seriousness, I was wondering how Marvel, being a Marvel fan, how much do they already know about this? You know, because we. I feel like they're always three steps ahead of us, and this one feels like, man, whoever got the nugget of this, supposedly it's Variety, I think, who broke the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder how far ahead they were thinking of Agatha, or it became like a spinoff, like real shows do. They get enough audience, and then, then they get the fanship, and then, then they add the series. But if I had to write it, and I was thinking about what came back then, I mean, the only thing... That could tie back is if the multiverse thing gets like reversed in time, kind of like what we saw in Avengers when we talk about Endgame, right? Going backwards in time, maybe something like that to see what Agatha to getting that point to where like they had that fight scene, getting to something like that where she's in that weird stuck in Wanda's world that she stuck her in, but she's trying to get out of it to get back to the point where they had the battle royale basically at the end of WandaVision. Something like that, like the what if series have been like, what if this happened or what, how to get back to this scene where Agatha was like, there is that part too, where she was absorbing Wanda's power. I mean, as far as we know, that was gone at the end, but we don't know for sure if that really happened. I know Hazen too, to flip back to you, you've mentioned like in the comics, Agatha's character was more of like a mentor to Wanda's. Isn't that correct? Mm -hmm. So I think that's, I don't know. That's where I would go with it. If if it's coming to this multiverse thing, you're thinking of it going backwards, trying to fix that. Well, it wouldn't be fixed for her. It would be more of trying to change that point in time. Yeah, I mean, I I mean I like that premise. I you know I feel like there's so many angles that they can take with Agatha because she appears in so many other storylines that. The possibilities are endless. And now that we're going into the multiverse, they are truly endless because they don't even have to take anything that's from the comics. They can build something completely new and call it canon at this point. But Mm -hmm. there's so much that we didn't get a chance to explore. I mean, Agatha has a son named Nicholas Scratch. Uh, A lot of people had thought that Nicholas made an appearance throughout WandaVision. So, uh, you know, a show where they explore their relationship and how, you know, everything happens between them. Uh, there's the Salem witch trials that Agatha was a part of and the Salem seven, you know, and how she deals with them. They could go in that direction. They could talk about how she, I don't know. I mean, there's so much, you know, they could talk about the Immortus storyline and how that relates to the Scarlet witch and, the, the possibilities are endless, right? So mm-hmm. I don't – if if this show comes – do they have, like, a release date or something, or is it in production, or what is it, it just in just says right in, de- in development. Oh, it's That's in development. That's the first thing I've seen. In okay. development for okay. Disney+. Plus. So I guess it's not a, a for sure thing, but I think it's probably something, like Larry said, like the character took off and resonated with people. They're like, well, we got to do something else with this. We got to give her our own thing because she's just did a fantastic job and – We've got to give her, we got to give the people more. We got to give them what they want. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would make sense because if you think about it, in the comics, Wanda wasn't her only student. Like, um, 
Frank or Franklin Richards, the son of Sue and Reed Richards, who are famously known for being members of, of the Fantastic Four, Franklin was also Agatha's student at one point. So if they brought in a storyline where they kind of went back in time or it was another you know universe where she was teaching Wanda and she was teaching Franklin that would be a really great way to introduce the Fantastic Four to pivot into the Fantastic Four movie in, in the next mm. phase. Man, you mentioned it, and I was excited, and now the possibilities are flying all around my head, and I want this. <laughs> like, for Christmas, Marvel, make it happen. La, 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 la. I know that's peanuts. Leave me alone. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know, excited. I think they, they have to go the um, Game of Thrones angle. They got to go do, like, a period show so i think the mm. salem witch trials they don't really have any kind of period shows on disney plus so maybe this is this will be their game of thrones their uh <laughs> period drama comedy. on table multiverse it yeah can happen yeah yeah plus i think yeah, they could I mean, do a salem, really good yeah. job with that yeah they could they did kind of sneak that in wandavision well they didn't sneak it but they gave backstory so you want to go backstory heck yeah it's the I prequel like that Oh, that's yeah, cool. that's right. There was the scene where she's mm-hmm. at the stake, right? Right. Yeah. There's oh, they couldn't even use it. that as the opening scene of the new show. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. we're writing this for them. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel, take note. You're welcome. It was Pocketeers all along. Uh, okay. Then <laughs> that's one we got. <laughs> Copyright strikes. I was okay with it. (laughs) And Larry says, moving on. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's move on to the parks. How about that? Uh, So tons of stuff happening in the parks. Uh, One of the biggest pieces of news coming out this week was that, well, actually, let's talk about a couple of shops before we talk about the biggest news of the week. Plaza Point, the year-round holiday ornament slash other ornaments slash no longer the camera shop at the end of main street shoppy is now open have you seen photos or do you know anybody that's gone because i've seen a couple things posted and it looks nice i haven't seen anything yet yeah i saw the photos and yeah it looks nice it looks like they from what i could tell they kept one of the main counters from the camera shop and as the main cash register and then just opened everything up to display stuff and they have people painting ornaments in there and all kinds of fun stuff so it looks nice like you said nice yeah yeah there you know the decor that they ended up using throughout the shop looks really nice uh which disney does an amazing job like whoever dresses up the shops you know it looks amazing but it worries me what types of ornaments and what type of merchandise you're going to have year-round. Because obviously, you know, the summer hits and you start thinking about Halloween. And just as we're getting into Halloween, everybody's already thinking about Christmas. And so I think usually from like July to December, you're going to see an influx of a lot of Christmas stuff, a lot of holiday ornaments. And I love it. But the rest of the year, you know, uh, I, I know that they're going to have certain pieces available but are they going to have the exact same stock as they do throughout the year are they going to have limited edition pieces like the hallmark stuff uh if so oh you know we should talk about that on the after show because i got some thoughts on that but uh Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see what type of stuff they have 
uh, if there's exclusives that you can only get like during Christmas or exclusive you can only get like Mickey Santa in like swim trunks for the summer, you know, I, like Santa's <laughs> on vacation sort of thing. Like, I don't know. We'll see. There's somebody I think we can ask about that. We could probably get him on the show. Uh, Ken Potrock, we could probably get him on the show, right? Uh, let me see. Let me sure. send him a message. Let me see how he's doing. Call him, yeah. yeah, see how he's me, doing? Yeah, let me send him a message. I'll let you he's know. He's not a busy guy at all. I think he, he could make some time. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, so, yeah, that's open. If any of you have an opportunity to head down to the parks and grab a couple of photos of Plaza Point, Tag us if you post them. We'd love to repost them. We'd love to see what it looks like inside and some of the merch that they have going on. I went to the park on Saturdays, and I'll say, I'll, I'll look. I had saw the pictures, and from what I heard from a cast member outside, seasonal overlays for Lunar New Year, Halloween, springtime, and Easter are planned for the store. That's what I oh, heard. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. And just a heads up, I didn't go in the store because <laughs> I'll give you a very straight shot of why not. Looked inside. My wife is legitly scared of dolls, like for <laughs> real. And there's a lot of dolls, <laughs> uh, like those porcelain style dolls. Those are creepy, and, uh, dude. There's, yeah. I mean, well, look, some people that's like what warms their heart for the Christmas season, and and we love Nutcrackers. I've mentioned on here before, so we were like game. But once you saw that, it was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna wait for another season to kick in. <laughs> <laughs> but you imagine a Halloween overlay and those dolls stay there? I, I'm just making the jokes, but now it's like that's what I was saying. Like that was the only thing that deterred us. But everything in there looks really intricate, and I did like seeing what you guys mentioned the cast member doing customer ornaments there. So that was really cool. But there are some <laughs> planned overlays. Come that's play awesome. with us, Rebecca. Come oh, no. <laughs> play with us. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Look, if there's anything that I've learned from TikTok, is don't trust a creepy doll. Oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it's the wrong time of year. Wrong time of year to have that shop open. Right. <laughs> well, that's good to know. I'm glad that they're planning different holidays. Um, I, I remember reading something about that. I just didn't know which ones they were going to concentrate on because those are pretty good. But, like, the last thing you want is like, oh, we're celebrating Arbor Day. I mean, nothing against hey, trees, Hey, don't right? knock Arbor no. Day. Sorry, Groot. Sorry, Groot. It was the first thing I thought of. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on before Groot gets angrier at me. <laughs> Let's see. Trams are coming back uh, in 2022. Uh, if you've been tired of walking from the structure to the gate, uh, like many people have been, uh, trams are coming back. You may be wondering why the trams have taken so long, especially considering uh, one of our uh, topics that we'll be speaking of momentarily. Uh, well, that's because the fleet of trams is very old. And technically, the trams have a specific uh, using point or like a shelf life, rather. So, you know, after a, a certain amount of time, a certain amount of miles that you run them, technically, you're supposed to... Uh, get rid of them and get new ones but because of how frequently they were being used it was difficult for disneyland to do that so they took the time that they had off during the pandemic to try to cycle them out to get new ones to get them fixed do whatever they had to do but as you know there have been a lot of issues with supply there have been a lot of problems getting parts that you need and uh, getting stuff like this fixed up and ready to go has posed a little you know, more difficult than they possibly anticipated. On top of that, they were working with a smaller staff. Not everybody had gone back to work yet. So 
there were a lot of things that played into why the trams weren't running in the parks yet. But they're coming back. I'm sure that's great news for a lot of people. I, for one, um, yeah, I was going to try to be cool about it and be like, I don't mind walking. But yeah, I do. I just want to ride the tram. I'd, whenever I go back, finally, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'd rather ride it. I remember walking when we went back in July and it wasn't fun, especially with how hot it was. I mean, it was oh, yeah. freaking nine o'clock in the morning and we were already sweating. So no, no, I'd rather ride the tram where the wind is hitting you in the face and Bill's talking in the background. It's so good. I love it. And then you hear the honk honk. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so question, I've been just curious cause no, I don't know. I don't think I've heard anyone ask this, but how did you feel being on the other side of the yellow line and walking down? Like, didn't that feel a little weird to you, knowing you're not supposed to be behind or you're not supposed to be past that yellow line? Or it's just me. <laughs> I felt like I was breaking the rules. Yeah. I felt like a rebel. <laughs> I felt like Stitch just running amok. I, it, it was, It was. I think I was more uh, paying attention to how long it was than, than, than anything. But it's weird because I've, I've walked the you know, the other route through downtown Disney before. And it seemed long, but it didn't seem that long. Uh, but this would just felt like a slog. Maybe just because there's nothing to look at. Maybe, uh, yeah. Probably. They need to put like a picture of Goofy or something out so you can see something. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. see, I've been slamming it lately. Luckily, I, the last time it was kind of sporadic. I got lucky. My wife got a reservation for a Saturday of this past week. But I've been on the second, the 16th and the 23rd now and i could tell you on the second was the worst experience because uh when we got off of the escalator there was a backup from security that goes through the back end right now and it was looping inside of what would have been the loading area for the trams so like people were outside and it was like 90 degrees and like in the sun and they couldn't get into the security check so that was like you're waiting and then you did the long walk second time i went later in the day that was like early in the morning this is later in the day you got through real quick through security and did the walk and then just recently same thing i think what's interesting is the walk there there's always the anticipation to get in the park but you start realizing halfway how long it is right and it was always nice to pay off with the haunted mansion lately the muppet haunted mansion things at the end of it to kind of see that it was nice the way back uh when you go back to your car i think that's when you realize the most for me at least because your legs are you're you know, we're all getting used to walking a little bit more so your legs are pretty shot by that point and you're tired out and then you start like it just takes away the there's no ambience like i was talking about this with rebecca like there used to be that kind of motions of getting on like you talk about um hayes and hearing the voice like we hope you enjoyed your stay at the disneyland you know resort and then make sure to do and well now would be a magic key but they'd say these things and it kind of became this culture or this thing that where you reminisced in to end your night as like the cold breeze hits you because you're like dying of heat or something right and that's another part interestingly enough gone so it kind of takes away like you're walking you just hear cars traffic and even sometimes you hear like weird noises from <laughs> like where they're on the backstages of disneyland so that's a, another sad part i didn't we didn't realize is taking away the magic it is it's another magic kind of thing gone which is interesting don't get me started about when we'd go there i think the worst part is you know when you see like senior citizens 
or individuals that may need to be taken to the park uh it's hard to see that because you know i'm here complaining about the heat or walking but then you see some somebody that's older and they're there with their cane trying to do this walk and it's like oh i don't know if there's alternative options but i know for a fact they've been running out of those at that uh, area of the security check in the parking lot they've been running out of those evcs a lot because people have been renting them early in the morning none available in the afternoon and it's it's tough to see that that's 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 a hard part to watch too yeah i mean i hadn't even thought about that i guess because of the fact that i haven't really been to the park as many times as you have uh in the last month uh yeah i do understand what you're saying though missing I could see how making the connection of listening to all of that is a nice cap on the day, right? It does help seal everything with a pretty bow at the end because you know your night's coming to an end. But yeah, just the walk doesn't make it feel magical. You know what you said, Andrew, about people walking through downtown Disney? It does seem shorter. I don't know if anybody's actually ever hmm. walked with like a, a watch and actually measured if it's shorter or, or longer. I think we mentioned it at one point, but you're right. I think it just seems shorter through downtown Disney because you have so many things around you that can distract you from knowing that you're walking. And that's why I think things like Chalk Walk have always been so cool inside of the park because regardless of how far you're walking, it doesn't seem very long because you're seeing the characters, you're hearing the music, you're seeing the attractions around you. But if you're walking without the tram, all you see is green fence. Oh, wait a second. You do have things with Mickey making fun of you saying like, all right, pal, keep going. You're almost there. <laughs> and I stopped looking. At I don't need Mickey patronizing <laughs> me. I know I can't walk faster and I know that I'm tired. He doesn't need to patronize me. So I get it. Yeah. But, you know, when you brought up how there are people that might actually require the tram i wish they would have some kind of like uh like golf cart service or something for the people that can prove that they actually need it i'd be fully on board with you know it's tough like i told you it's a tough position to be in you're just like god like you know it's like feeling for your grandparent you know or your parents alone maybe they're older or just someone in that position that may not like they might not be like physically have a disability they just shouldn't be doing that walk right off the get-go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. You wanted them to enjoy their time, too. Man. Well, at least... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean, that's... I mean, it's a really <laughs> valid point. I don't think Disney... I mean, I hope that they've given that consideration. You know, considering that we've gone this long without anything, I don't know if they have. But it's a really great mm-hmm. point to bring up. Uh, hopefully they do come up with something, especially considering that now it's really difficult to get any reservations because everything is pretty much booked until the end of the year. I know that occasionally people will drop their reservations and you're able to pick one up if you're lucky. But as of right now, key holders cannot get a reservation. So your way into the park, if you're not willing to sit there all day and play the refresh game with your browser, uh, is to buy a ticket. Well, you should hold on, Hazen. You should make the clarification. You can't get in on a weekend. I just checked today, and there's weekdays available. Oh, there are weekdays available. Just, just no weekends. All the weekends are booked up. Friday, Saturday, Sunday are booked up, but there are weekdays available. Oh well, that's good to know. 
Yeah, week de- weekends like through yeah through the end of the year, and I think the first week of January that weekend's booked. But everything else, the the weekdays, there are there are still days available, just not on the weekends. Okay, well that's good to know. I was concerned, man, because especially with all the news that happened, which I guess is a really great time to get into it now. Um, parking has increased. They, it looks like we've had some more increases coming to the parks. This coming on the tail of the news that the, what's it called? Witch key? Superior Magic? Dream. Pre- the dream. The dream key. The, dream. the one we have. Yeah. This coming on the heels I, that the dream that key one. is officially now sold it is just out. Uh, oh, sad. I'm sorry, folks. That was sitting low hanging fruit for me to grab. <laughs> I am so sorry. You can call me a blank key, whatever you want to call me. Go ahead. You're a keyhole. Oh, come on. Keyhole. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, this is funny. I Disney usually says, oh, you know, for a limited time or, you know, limited amounts available. I thought that was a marketing tactic that they first started using when they talked about the availability of the keys that were coming. And if you recall, back when they first mentioned that they were going to be available, uh, we contemplated whether or not we were going to get them. And I honestly had FOMO. I thought, well, if I miss out, then one, I'm going to miss out on the charter box because they're supposed to be sending us like a box full of goodies, which I've seen many people get. Disney, where's my box? Where's my box? box? Where's my box (laughs) of stuff, first of all? (laughs) Second... Uh, I didn't want to be in a situation where I knew that I possibly wasn't going to get one. And I mm. I also knew that I wasn't going to go back to the park immediately. So I figured, you know, if we pay a couple of months by the time that we're ready to go back, then we'll just have a couple months credit on the tail end of our yearly plan for that particular key. So it all worked out. I just didn't think that it was going to be as difficult, one, to get a reservation I thought it was going to be easier. They have made it slightly easier with all the reservations that they recently released after there was a big hubbub about the fact that almost no key holders were able to get a reservation. But magically, everyone that purchased the ticket could get a reservation. So that seems to have been fixed, which is great. Now the only problem is that with limited capacity in the parks, yes, they are still doing a capacity rollout, but we're still working on limited capacity at this point. On top of that, there's also the limitation of the reservations for the Magic Keys. Uh, Dream Key officially sold out, and I mean, did any of you feel like I did that were sur- I mean, were you surprised Disney actually said, "Oh, we're out of this"? Yeah, I I was. Um, I I th- I was naive thinking, no, we still. I don't know why I thought that they still had some, or we were going to hear something by the thirty first, because that was the end of the. Um, I think that was the end of, like the last day to be a charter member. Oh, if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I thought. I thought I was going to hear by then. And to hear it right now, I was like, oh, okay. You guys called. Wow. We, all right. So you, they, all right. There's a cap. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's a reactionary thing. Like they put that in there, like, oh, we're going to, 
we're we're going to have a limited number but then they are seeing all these issues they're having with people being able to get reservations and stuff like that so there's like that we're that's it we're not selling anymore until we figure this out until we can you know open capacity more or whatever because that it kind of seemed like it came out of the blue um i mean we wouldn't have known either way but it just kind of seems like maybe they with all the issues they're having maybe they just decided to say we're not selling this one which is you know the weekends every all the other ones are mostly a weekday pass or and and fridays um so I, I i'm just curious if that's their way of trying to limit the you know make less people angry because they can't get a reservation because we paid for the highest pass and then can't get a weekend reservation kind of thing it's a good point hmm. it's funny uh well interesting enough you say that andrew because it's i'm starting to think now it's when i went you know starting off in october beginning of the month and now i went middle and then now kind of went towards the end me and rebecca have always had this conversation when we get in the park and we're like dude it is packed it, it you know on a weekend it's it feels like it was before 2020 and 2019 times during the holiday and even a little bit more impacted than that in some areas because you feel like that i would think it's the cast member shortage mm -hmm. of how they're right now currently trying to staff positions still and there's less things going on so people are kind of for example uh, a fireworks show we were waiting on on the 16th i mean we went to go try to plop a spot two hours and 15 minutes before the show and nothing was available everybody had taken up main street basically and made shop already we were like whoa that used to be early early if you were going to go back pre-2019 to get a spot so i think this is reactionary to the first thing like andrew bring up once before we had this conversation about how there wasn't enough reservations yeah then they opened it up and they realized what i think kind of realized me and my wife just looking around is like this just means a lot of people went in on the dream key a lot a lot more than they anticipated and i think later on we get more and maybe a little bit more in depth this conversation i think it's it's a tall tale sign to something that could be a little bit more scarier because like hazen i'm totally on board with you i didn't see them pulling this and i'll admit my wife was like they're gonna stop selling this she always said that's the how our conversation always ended i was just like no way she's like they're going to stop selling that dream key i just that's the only way you could alleviate the weekends being taken up every time hmm I've been trying to approach this from different angles because when they announced that the Dream Key was sold out, along with that announcement came that they raised the prices by 20% for a lot of the other things. Parking was $25. It's now going to be $30. Uh, as you know, back uh, in 2016, Disney introduced this ticket tier system so that depending on the demand that was in the park, they wanted to manage the crowd sizes by using these tiers. So on days that were going to be more congested, you would pay more for a ticket than on a day where they anticipated there would be less people in the park. So there was a bit of an incentive for you to go on off-peak days because it was a less expensive ticket. Uh, so the tier one still remains at $104, but every other ticket went from $5 to $10 more. The tier two is now $119. The tier three is $134. That increased by 10 
Tier 4 went to 149, also increased by 10. The Tier 5 increased $5, and it is now 159. And they added a sixth tier now, which is $164. It's like doing your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what you feel like. What tier do you yeah. fall into? Yeah. <laughs> right? What bracket? But see, and that's that... your yeah, one day ticket, right? That's just a one day one park ticket, not even a park hopper, right? Exactly. Yeah. Prices you're listing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. see, this yeah. is I mean, it all I feel like it all goes together in a way that that feels really uncomfortable, first of all, because when you think about what Genie Plus is supposed to be offering, what Lightning Lane is supposed to be offering, the problems so that people have seen where it looks like Disney had been inflating wait times in order to get people to purchase Genie Plus, I can't vouch for that. I can't validate that. I wasn't in the park, but there seems to be some accounts of, hey, that was happening. In the genie plus app disney obviously says you know these are just estimates we can't you can't really go by the times that are posted you know we try to account for as many things as possible but you know they're not going to be accurate and i thought well okay but if you kind of have an idea don't overinflate the times right because then people are buying genie plus under false pretenses mm-hmm. and so now it all feels like it fits together because the Dream Key was the most expensive because it allowed you to get into the park whenever you wanted as long as you can get a reservation. The other keys have more limitations. The lower you go, the less days you have available to you. So what if, you know, this was Disney's way of getting people off single day tickets? Because think about it. If you paid for a Magic Key, heard a bunch of people talking about how you can't get a reservation, but you could just pay 100 bucks you know to go whenever you want think about how many times you have to go before you break even on that pass right and if you're only going to go four times in the holiday season and you don't plan on going back until maybe the next holiday season you just saved over half the cost of what the dream key would have been right but if you eliminate the dream key and then you make the less expensive ones available and then you higher the price of tickets, all of a sudden, one of the other keys looks really attractive to you. And it looks like it might be cheaper than getting a ticket when you go back. And obviously, it benefits Disney to do this because it's a constant revenue stream. They're getting a monthly fee from you regardless of whether or not you go to the park. So in conjunction with all the other changes that are happening, it makes sense. Right. From a business standpoint, it makes sense what they are doing. Does it feel great for the consumer? No, not at all, especially in the case of some people that have to worry about buying four or five, six tickets at a time for a big family that's going. But again, we've talked about this before. Disney is first and foremost a business and they're going to try to do whatever they can to maximize their profit. And this just seems like another way that they're working on maximizing their profit coming out of the pandemic. Sounds about right, pretty much. It's all mind games, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think for me, it's what I was saying, I was going to hit on this a little harder. I'm, since you talked about earlier the shock value of this being cut off the dream key, and I think I'm still in that place of like, I didn't think they were going to do that. So I'm looking at the business model just like you are. 
and seeing the price increase and how you've listed it makes sense in that business model. I'm just afraid we're seeing a different business model of, hey, the people that got the dream key, hang on to those because that's not going to happen again. You are now locked into a dream key that will keep increasing, but you'll have to keep paying to get that availability because then what we're going to do is the lower tier, which would be, you know, the, um, I believe key, I believe, right? That's the next one down that becomes the new key that they want availability to people. So, cause that's a little bit more controlled on some holiday weekends and definitely the Christmas time season parking is only half off discounts only 10%. Maybe they bump those incentives in the next year to try to get people to get that. But the tickets, I think were why I look at it like that. I think that they hadn't been raised since what pre 2020 when they came back the the tiers, they didn't have even a tier six. So seeing them now come into this new thing, I think that was just part of this business model that they felt like if we're going to do it now, let's do it now because we're trying to bring cast members back in. So we're trying to get prepared for the holidays, but we still want to see a, a cushion for what we're hiring back. If that makes sense, we're hitting profit lines. We're making sure that we're protected in this to hire back cast members, which is good. Like we just heard about the trams coming back, but then you leave to another incentive, which I get worried about is now we see lightning lane. It's coming here. And what is that going to become now as another part of, we've already talked about wait times and what they look like and are they accurate? Who knows? Maybe there's not enough cast members to hand out the red card just to keep the accurate times or maybe Mm. they're being advised. Mm -hmm, Don't mm -hmm. do it as many times as you've done before. And I hate to say this, but this kind of loops back to the first conversation. What would you guys think if let's say the shuttles and the trams became a part of lightning lane? Think about that. Oh, man. Where you're paying just for parking. This is the things where I just, like, I'm sorry. I'm, like, in the bleakest mode because this just happened today. <laughs> but that's that. Well, we just saw it today as recording this Monday, uh, the 25th. So this is where I'm afraid what I'm seeing here. Like, and if for what you said, Hazen, like, the FOMO was real. That was a real thing. And now if you have that pass, like, it's going to be, like, one of those things, like, back in the day with the SoCal Select where people like don't let that go or the SoCal, I can't remember what version it was because if you let that one go, then you won't be grandfathered back in, but it didn't mean they kept raising the price to it. So I'm a little bit worried now than I was before because I don't see trends that tell me different until I see that. That's when I'll come back onto the, I feel a little bit better about this because all the timing of this today just didn't, it felt more like, Pirates of the Caribbean, it's just good business. Literally, to quote that line, <laughs> that's what it felt like today for me. Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard pill to swallow, regardless, right? Because I think you make a, ro- a lot of really great points because they do reserve the right to include the tram, for instance, as part of Lightning Lane or how, however they want to brand it, or part of Genie Plus or whatever they want to do with it, right? I hope they don't obviously, because it's just going to anger and segregate even more people from being able to go to the park uh, in any capacity, not just with the frequency that many people went, but just in general, because they're really trying hard to price a lot of people out at this point. Part of what makes this one a really difficult 
uh, situation is that you're right. The last time that they raised prices was February 2020. That was weeks before the shutdown happened. So they didn't even get an opportunity to let people get used to that pricing before they shocked them with this one. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I get it. This is a few months into the reopening phase and they're slowly getting more people in. Um, But I mean, it's it's difficult because not all shows are back. Not everything is open. You're right. Cast members haven't all fully gone back, and it makes it difficult for them to do a lot of things in the park, regardless of why the red card isn't being passed around. You know, it has to be passed around. They have to get some kind of reading in order to post it in the app and in order to post it when you're walking down Main Street or down Buena Vista Street. But it, I do see them taking every opportunity that they can in order to charge for more stuff. The only thing that I find difficult in what you said is them beginning to fragment the passes because that would mean that history is going to repeat itself. The reason we ended up with so many people on passes and why the parks are so congested was because over the years they kept fragmenting and fragmenting and fragmenting the passes Mm -hmm. where every year or two they would add a new pass promise a whole bunch of stuff, discontinue that pass, add another one the summer after when capacity was down, and so on and so forth. So unless they're okay with repeating history and then angering people all over again in 10 years, then okay, I guess that's their business plan. But if they learned anything from the last 20 years of them having the annual pass, I hope that they're going to try to do something so that they don't end up in that situation again. Amen. Same. Ah, uh, man, that's that's a difficult topic to end on. I gotta tell you, I don't like it. Yeah, we shouldn't have ended on that. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> There's something else. There's always gotta be something else. <laughs> what is there? Pumpkin fritters were awesome. Yeah, Larry. Halloween is fritters. around the corner. <laughs> oh yeah, what are you guys gonna do for Halloween? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I've got nothing. I'm I'm probably gonna sit at home. Our neighborhood has one kid in it. And I'm sure wow. she's not going to trick-or-treat here because there's one kid in the whole neighborhood. So we'll probably just sit around. I don't know. Maybe watch a spooky movie. Not too spooky. I'm a little wimp, so I don't watch <laughs> well, spooky. I'm, I'm celebrating early. I'm celebrating this Friday. I have nothing to do, really, for Halloween. But I'm finally going to see the whole Nightmare Before Christmas being played with Danny Elfman. So <gasps> You're going to the bowl? Yes. No. I'm going. <laughs> it's not at the bowl. Where is it? <laughs> is it the Hollywood? Uh, Bank of a. Uh, it used to be SoFi. It's it's. Oh. They just changed their name. Yes. So I, I've been having to try to get used to that. But yes, and I'm excited to take as many videos and whatnot, and I will report back. And Weird Al's gonna be there. I'm so yes, I know. I know. <laughs> cool. I know. That's awesome. You guys saw when I like lost my poop. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember. It was I, a love rumor. I couldn't yeah. remember the venue. I had to look it up. It's Bank of California Stadium. There, there, it is. there you go. But it's, <laughs> like, but it's not know. even Bank with a K. It's Bonk, Bonk of California Bonk. Stadium. <laughs> is there like does a team play there, or is it just a stadium that nobody that doesn't get used? It's a. Uh, they the use Rams? it for soccer games, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it's the. Yeah. What are they called? What's the soccer team called? The uh, LA Galaxy, I believe. Is it the Galaxy? Nice. No, I, it's the I'm that's horrible. What LA, I don't know, LAFC. Dave Beckham was on that team, right? I'm just LA kidding to everybody who's a Galaxy fan. Like, I apologize. Bend it like Beckham. Oh. 
Bend it like Beckham. Is that what I heard? Yeah, that's yeah. all I know about soccer. Okay. Well, bend it like Tim Burton, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bend it like Danny Elfman. There's the there right guy go. to give credit to. For sure. That's funny. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's good Larry, stuff. what about you? What are you doing for Halloween? Yeah. Uh, TBA. To be TBA? To be announced. To, to be yeah. determined. Who am I announcing it to? <laughs> I guess it to everybody. <laughs> Uh, sure. I don't know. There's there's a good chance I hang out and watch a, a scary movie. I just wanted to say that I just finished up yesterday watching The Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. So if all y'all, that's what I, I put it into the list of Halloween movies. So it'll be that. <laughs> I already just did that. Got that all the way. Nice. Um, and then, I don't know. There's, there's a very slight chance that I might do something and I'll come back. But it's not Disney related. That's the thing. But it is spooky season nice. related. Nice. We'll see. I'll report back. Well, if there's anything that we've learned is that whenever we do something, it doesn't have to always be Disney related. We're human beings and we enjoy many different things. And that's life. That I think we can appreciate right. that about each other and we can appreciate that about our listeners and members of the FGP squad and just the Podcateers family in general. You know, it's it's life. It's what we do. So Food. it's awesome. Food, <laughs> Yes. Report food, food everyone. Look, everyone. me and food <laughs> go to the Discord. have a complicated All relationship on Facebook, okay? <laughs> we just report. right now we're angry at each other. Me more <laughs> angry at food than food is angry at me because I realized that over the past year and a half or so, uh, I don't know what food did, but I feel like my clothes was working out without me because they seem to have lost a lot of weight. I don't fit into them because they seem to have gotten smaller somehow, probably from all the running that they do or something. So, yeah, me and food, we're at odds right now. But we'll figure it out. Maybe I, I might go talk to the chocolate cake in the kitchen and, I don't know, maybe we'll smooth <laughs> things out. We'll uh, speak sweet nothings into each other's ears and we'll see how it goes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so where, where, yeah, I was gonna say where are the cake's ears located, but that's a, just. I don't even care at this point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do for Halloween. I think we're just gonna stay in. Um, I think it might be just easier uh, to just buy a bag of candy at Costco and just give the kids full range of the candy bag. Eat the whole bag. Do whatever I mean... they want. <laughs> Uh, but I'll probably end up using uh, our VPN to watch Free Guy this weekend because that's a thing I feel like doing because Ryan Reynolds, you know. That's yeah. Like a Canadian baby. Halloween. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, do they even have Halloween in Canada? Of course they do. Uh, yes. Of course. They got they everything do. going yeah. on. Yeah. They even they have extra have, like, things bo- that we don't have here. Boxing like, Day? Yeah. yeah they, I was going to say, is it like Boxoween <laughs> and you get a box of like uh, – what of uh, like uh, what what's the fries with the gravy? Poutine. On it? Get, I was just thinking yeah, of maple poutine. candy. Yeah, you just get poutine kind of handed in your <laughs> in your trick or treat bag. Have you had the poutine at in Anaheim at the at the packing yes. house? Yes. Oh, it's so I missed out good. on that. Yes, finally. it's so good, so good. good. Oh, you gotta have it next time you're in the area. Packing house poutine. It sounds horrible because of the name, but damn it, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Look at me and food. I think we've made up already. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's going to end the episode. Uh, if you have any thoughts on anything that we talked about, please feel free to reach out. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, just for Podcateers. Uh, also, before we end the episode, quick reminder that this episode of Podcateers has been brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad, or as we call them, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon 
that help make these episodes possible. If you uh, are interested in becoming a part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcasters.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a group of our top supporters, some information, and a link to Patreon in case you want to sign up and support us in that manner. Uh, you get some additional perks like access to our happy hour call monthly additional content uh, over on Patreon and Discord, uh, discounts on Podcateers gear, access before anybody else uh, gets access to it, uh, new stuff that we release like the Quizneyland preview that's going to be coming up and more. Again, any questions, feel free to reach out. And, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you, as always, for their continued support. So that's going to wrap it up. I hope you all have an amazing Halloween, regardless of what you do, whether you eat the entire candy bag, whether you have some tacos, or whether you are going out to a concert at not the Hollywood Bowl, formerly known as SoFi <laughs> Bonk of California Stadium, or whatever you choose Bonk. to do that evening. Happy birthday, Bob Gurr. 1025 yeah. is Bob Gurr's birthday. Nice way to end it. Happy birthday. Have yourself a Gertini. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. 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 <laughs>